Hello everyone and welcome to Sky Pirate Radio. Uh, currently this podcast is taking place 40,000 metres below sea level in a small submarine we built with our bare hands. I'm your host and crewmate Jace and uh, with me on the deck is Captain Kevin Stott. Kevin, how are things coming along on the USS Sky Pirate? I'm seeing something really, really big coming up on the radar, like, 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 like bigger than a whale, bigger than anything that should be down here, so I'm a little nervous about that. Oh, jeez. Okay, well, uh, uh, crewmate Max Damage is, is there, uh, scoping things out on the periscope. What, can you see anything in there, Max? Guys, I, I actually don't really like deep water. Um, I know oh. it's not the time, <laughs> it's probably a bit late, but it actually, it's quite frightening I feel like you should have told us that beforehand. Well, I thought it was a, a different type of submarine. I thought it was an upmarine. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you know, unfortunately Corporal Joey could not be with us today because he, he left the submarine on a scuba sneaking mission to gather intel on the surrounding PMC factions, so Godspeed Joey. He took a nap in he took a nap in one of the torpedo tubes. <laughs> yeah, he's just, oh no. Um uh he uh so we're we're just stuck here uh in this lonely submarine for uh I'm sorry Max, but we might be here for a few more years. <laughs> Probably oh. uh so uh we're here recording a podcast about video games to pass the time. <laughs> I think it was Sweden or someone was uh putting they were dropping like deterrents underwater to try and stop Russian subs. And it was like a neon, it was just like a neon lights of like a sailor dude. And then it would, it would send out in Morse code, come this way if you're gay. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good. That's pretty good as far as psychological warfare goes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, I'm not gay. (laughs) Well, fuck, we have to go that way. Shit. Yeah. Alright, uh, so over there, uh, sweating profusely in this, uh, submarine, uh, down below sea level, what have you guys been up to? That's a good question. Mm. I went to the comedy festival, that was pretty good. Oh, okay. Melbourne Comedy uh, what, Festival. What did you see there? I went and saw Tripod, and we saw Colin Lane the other day, and we also saw Lessons Colin Lane? Us. Yeah, Colin Lane. He's still around? Yeah. It was his thing, he had like, it was Colin Lane and Friends, and it had, he'd, it would do Colin Lane, and then he had just had a bunch of guests, and they did like five minutes stand-up. That's so Arj Barker, Denise Scott, Glenn Robbins. Is Colin Lane funny? Yeah, he's he's good. Oh, that's funny, because I always got the idea that in Lano and Woodley, that that Frank Woodley was the brains behind that. Like, you got the idea that it was the opposite, but then on closer inspection, it's like, well, no, Frank Woodley is quite successful now. But he's, he's, definitely, he's definitely talented, and I think he was a favourite out of that, because he was the underdog, but it was Colin that wrote all the shows and stuff. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, um, Colin, is, he just does Ready Steady Cook mainly now, doesn't he? Does he still do that? I don't think he still does that. Does he? Oh, no. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't know, because I thought, like, he, he, he was like... I thought he was just, like, cursed for a toad and he'd do that for the rest of his days. <laughs> well, I mean, I occasionally I'll see it on TV, like, if I'm, for whatever reason, the TV's on in the middle of the day. But, and I always tune in, because I want to see Colin <laughs> Lane, because I haven't seen him actually host it, and he's never on, so... Yeah, I think he stopped doing it, because it was, like, like, the money was good, 
but it, she didn't really like doing it that much. And then it was, like, intense because they filmed, like, three episodes a day. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It was weird. Like, they like a season has some ungodly amount of episodes in it, like, more than the amount of days in a year. Wow. Jeez. That's like those soap operas or something, like... Yeah, it's insane. How many episodes of Ready, Steady, Cook do you need? Yeah. Like, would anyone would anyone notice if it was a repeat? Maybe they make it. Maybe they're making it faster than they can show it. Yeah. So they have like five years of ready, steady cook in the timeline in the yeah. pipeline, just, just ready to go after the human race dies out. Yeah. Well, just I, broadcasting into the cosmos. I have heard that the Adam West Batman is quite similar in in terms of their shooting schedule. It was like <laughs> constant. They were making like something, some ungodly amount of episodes a week, which shows. That <laughs> they got, they would have had to organize so many. Cra- they've got so many crazy, like, got to bake Batman into a giant cake and shit, like every second episode. Yeah, yeah. I guess those guys are just running over time too, or they just have a lot of giant cakes and like giant typewriters and shit just ready. A lot of, a lot of coffee and LSD on that. <laughs> that's it, I think. <laughs> shit. Um. So. uh has, have you been doing anything, Max? What have you been up to? Um, well, I was going to go bike riding this morning um, oh. out at the mountain bike park in Listerfield, but I woke up late and then I came here instead. Cool story. Yeah, it's a really cool story. <laughs> yeah, that's my favourite story. Yeah. It's, it's, made, it's made me pretty sad, actually. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry to bring the mood down, but... Uh... Yeah. It's like that one podcast where you just weren't paying attention because you wanted to watch the football <laughs> the whole time. Oh, yeah. That was quite similar, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, f- footy's on tonight, guys. Have you guys got any picks? It's uh, it's Richmond West Coast. I would pick for the foot footy ball to, to be kicked. Mm-hmm. Third quarter. The Los Angeles uh, Tumors. Uh, they're one of my favourites at the moment. Probably the wrong country, but... Um... I think that we all see two of the f- the football boys kiss on the field. I think third quarter we're going to see the football become sentient and rebel against <laughs> its, its human oh, oppressors. No. <laughs> I hope that uh, it, it'll be like that uh, Cold War movie where the Americans and the Russians like hang out together for a day. And the footballers all hug. What What do you think football is? Like, do you <laughs> understand? <laughs> uh, I reckon... Alright, so there's a ball, right? Yeah. Uh, and you hold it. And you gotta hold it for as long as you can and you get more points. <laughs> so if, <there, laughs> if you hold if, it. So if normal sports are like a war, could we make a, like a cold sport that's like the Cold War? Yeah, it's uh, ice hockey's probably pretty cold. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, not 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 just temperature. <laughs> should we yeah, should well... we get into some video games? <laughs> actually, oh, I actually what? did have on my um on my played list today this week. Uh, ice hockey manager. Good. Did I bring this up last? Good time? Good segue. We oh, found I, it. I might have brought this up last time. You didn't. Oh, well, I got the um, the Sega strategy bundle, and in it was the um, 
their hockey manager is the game. is the is the Sega is the Sega strategy strategy just to make bad Sonic games? Is that all you got? The only tip in there? <laughs> That's like what yeah, the I games got, are about. I got that Sonic <laughs> RTS that everyone wants. So much. Oh yeah. All right, sorry to interrupt you with my bad. My oh, bad that joke. was just about the extent of the story. I was thinking about maybe trying to do that thing that they added on Steam, where you can get rid of a game forever. But then I thought, what if I eventually get into hockey and then I'll be wanting it back? <laughs> so it's just going to sit there, this weird hockey game that I don't know why I have. I feel like all these sports management games feels like they could just be the same game and they just swap out the list of names. Um, I, I've got like, um, in, in my Steam game list, I have this game called, uh, it's called like Speedball 2 or something mm-hmm. like that. It's one of the speedball games. Oh, that's, the, yeah, that's the sequel to Speedball. <laughs> yes. Uh, yep. I, I think, yeah, and it's on my Steam, and I, I went, well, where did this come from? And I looked at the store page, and uh, it just came up with an error. So I don't know. It was never <laughs> on sale. It was, it was never on sale. I don't it's know like where when I you, got it. It was like when you buy magic beans off of a traveling salesman, and when you turn around, his tent's gone. Hmm. And like I looked at the Steam farm, Speedball Two, nothing came up. I can start the game, I can install the game. I don't know what's going on. It, it, do you <laughs> occasionally, you, you, when you take a screenshot of your Steam, you'll see like weird blurs yeah, in the corner like and a, stuff. Yeah, like a like a little Sasquatch man. Yeah, like maybe your Steam's haunted, and there's a ghost that's gifting you games that never existed. <laughs> oh no. The the elusive Speedball Two. I'm the only man that yeah. has it. Speedball Two. That. That game was cancelled ten years ago tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! It never got out um, of pre-production. <laughs> all right, so uh, video games. What have you been playing, Kevin? I've been playing some of Galaxy. I, I don't know if it's Galaxy <laughs> or the Galaxy, but Galaxy. It's just Galaxy. So it's by. The dudes who made Skulls of the Shogun, and it's a completely different game. <laughs> that one was like a kind of weird turn-based strategy game, but there like wasn't any grid, and so that was weird. And this game is a game where you fly around a spaceship, and it's, it's they like generate asteroids and like big derelict space hulks for you to go in and fly around and pick up um, upgrades and stuff. And you can also transform into a robot, and it's pretty good. Mm, it's got a lot of style. It's like a kind of 80s anime kind of deal. Um, I, I liked the pause screen a lot when I played it. That was my favorite part of the game. Yeah, it's got some. It's got some like arcade stuff. It's got some. It's got yeah. The the pause screen is like VHS. Yeah, like a CRT tracking kind of thing. Um, but yeah, it's cool. It's really hard. I I played a bit of it, but I'm not very very good at it. I haven't I, I haven't been able to beat season two after you get the. I think it might be because I'm supposed to be being the the robot more because I can't really tell like they seem to both be okay and I haven't really identified what uh, situations the robot's going to be better at than the ship because the ship you uh, can shoot bullets and the robot just has a sword but you can like grapple dudes and then sword them mm. yeah it's tough I haven't been able to beat the second thing but I think the, the like they have all these different intros every time you start a level so it feels like uh, like they've got a story happening in it. 
and it's all kind of formulaic, like the kind of Saturday morning cartoon feel they're going for. There's a lot of just little design things that work out well, just hazards, like flame pipes in a ship. <laughs> it's a bit weird, actually, that they have... They've got these pipes that shoot out flames because apparently what's inside those pipes are just live flames. No. Hot it's, running... It's the flame pipe. Hot running fire out of your taps. It's the future of transportation, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like in, the, in the finales for the Halo games, they often have these... In the first one, they, it, the finale is basically a race out of a blowing up spaceship. And somehow they've got this big like car track in the middle of it that looks something <laughs> like oh it's a bit of a hot wheels car track in the middle of this spaceship that goes on for a couple of kilometers <laughs> why i don't know someone planned this obviously there's the same that in the rogue one trailer as well that got like they're inside the death star and you can see the like public transit system they've got like a subway well you'd need to get around of course you? Yeah. Yeah, the Death Star's probably pretty big. You see some contractors' kids, like, seeing him off. <laughs> Bye. Have fun. fun at work, Dad. I'll, I'll see you. I'll see you when I get back. But he never got back. Have you been playing much else, Kevin? I, sure. uh, I've been Flame Pipe. I also played uh, the new demo for Final Fantasy Fifteen, where you're a little Oh, the, the tech demo. Yeah. <laughs> the the kind of lame, stupid demo. Excuse me. <laughs> How dare you? I thought it was sort of lame. What was lame about it? It was. It, it didn't. It didn't. I liked the last demo. Did you play the last demo? No. Um. It was like actual, like a sequence from the game that you got to play. So you got an idea of what the the format of that game was gonna be. You know. Uh. This one was more just sort of. Hey, try out this stuff. Yeah. Well, I would have liked to. I would have liked to have played that one but I don't know how to get it this one yeah this one obviously is kind of tech demo because it's got these big buttons that you stand on to do like goofy like let's change the time of day so that you can know that in the game the day the time of day will change and it'll go to night time or whatever but here there's like a button every like 10 steps so you can press it and then just watch it all happen wherever you are and show yeah. off big like monsters and stuff was this just like freely available? Yeah, that's so weird. Yeah, it, it seems like something that the the developers would show to like the president of Square or something to show. Hey, look, <laughs> we're still working on this game uh, that's been in development for like ten years. I swear to God, look at this all this is, stuff this is what we've, we've made. got. We have the time of day. We have a different weather that can happen. We can transform you into a car. Been ten years. Yeah, it's been a long time. I've heard something like they're gonna have their. To make a profit, they have to sell, like, 10 million copies or something crazy yeah, like that. Yeah, they've got to sell a lot. They're not, like... Th- I, reckon was, they, I reckon they might. When was the last time a Final Fantasy game did that? Has everyone ever cracked 10 million copies? That's, like, Call of Duty numbers. Yeah, it's probably not going to make that. Um, probably, like, a 7 maybe did it. It'll do... Uh, back in the day? I don't know. I think that it'll do well. I think they've come to their senses and they've realised that the gameplay should just... It should just be Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> let's just make the game Kingdom oh, Hearts. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the, let's just make it the good game, Kingdom let's Hearts. Let's make it the good game and that everyone yeah. loves to play. I think the, the narrative might be more interesting than Kingdom Hearts because I think, I think the 
thing I'm most fascinated about in this game is that it's like a road trip movie, <laughs> but Final Fantasy dudes, and you got a sick car. But um, with the the them wanting to sell a lot of copies, they're kind of pulling out all the stops. They've got an anime going that uh, started recently, I believe. They have the uh, a movie starring Aaron, starring Aaron Paul from Breaking Bad. Really? Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> Look, he was at like some. He was at like a Final Fantasy press conference to announce it that he was going to be, I guess, a voice in it, maybe. Uh, wow. And uh, we all know how well it went the last time Square made a made a movie. I, I <laughs> it was heard, really a. Uh... I want it just to be live action, and he's just playing the main anime boy. <laughs> yeah, that would be good. Final Fantasy VII sold eleven point one four million. That's, that's a lot. That's the best-selling one. Final Fantasy X did 8.05 to 10 million, and that's the second best-selling one. Mm. So, I How mean, much it, did uh, 13 and 13.2 sell? Oh, I just got rid of the page. Uh, 10. 10 copies. <laughs> they sold 10 of them. You And you bought all of them. I didn't buy all of them. I hate that game. <laughs> what? You... You're the... I hate 13. Wait, you love 13. I don't love 13. What are you talking about? I love 12. Where'd you get this narrative? 13 actually sold 7.48 million. It's the fourth highest selling Final Fantasy. Mm, what about 13 2? Uh, it doesn't Probably make sold the, considerably less. Doesn't, doesn't seem to make the list. Oh, they might, man. They might, they, might be able to, they might be able to get it. Maybe. Yeah, I, I'm, not, I'm not doubting it. I think with a new entry in the series of new characters... I think it's I think it's got very, it's very open and you can like jump around and you press a button and you swing a sword and I think that's gonna get I think that'll probably help maybe get people who normally wouldn't be into it into it. Yeah, well that's the thing that they they're gonna have to get people who they're gonna have to get people like me to buy it. Which I'm not I'm I don't know. <laughs> I think I think the Final Fantasy name still carries carries something to it, uh, but just barely because. I think thirteen kind of soured, soured a lot of people soured on the IP a little bit. I mean, it's weird because the setting. I've always felt like the setting has always been super, super like in depth, and like it doesn't, it doesn't reveal itself to you really well. Like it from the outs, like I've played hours of thirteen, and I could not. I did not understand a thing that was happening in that story or what the world was or the cities or anything. It didn't make any sense to me. There's a dude with an afro and a chicken. Yep, that's he's one of and, them. Uh, there's a lady with a really annoying voice. They're fighting people and they have, like, guns, but also we're using swords and there's magic also. It didn't make any sense to me. And I think maybe... Yeah, I don't know. Because it's hard... It's hard to try and take something, what's basically Dungeons and Dragons, and then make it like different. Like start having people in cars and stuff because it changes the world so much. Then you end up you end up with weird stuff like the Division, which like has has that same like bones, but everything's reskinned. But it just doesn't make any sense that like you're just yeah. mowing down thousands yeah. of dudes. Um, I, I think uh, in terms of. Uh, bankable IPs. I think the Kingdom Hearts, the Kingdom Hearts Free, might sell more copies than Fifteen when that's released. People seem to like those games. It, it's it's a 
it's weird how how it kind of like turned around like that. How Kingdom Hearts sort of became the big one people were excited about a little bit over Final Fantasy. We'll see how kind of approachable they can make fifteen seem. And I think I think with I think they've done a pretty good job because it's just like oh you're dudes and you you're like monster hunters but you drive around in like a car. That's simple enough. I like that bit. Yeah, I that like sounds the, cool. Yeah, it looks like a like a sort of road trip sort of thing. Yeah, it's that's, interesting. That's cool. Uh, Max, what have you been playing? Um, well, as as I said before, I got the um, Sega Strategy Bundle, which came with a, 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 not just Hockey Manager, but also um, a Company of Heroes and all the expansions and Company of Heroes 2, and that's why I bought it, ostensibly. And then I started playing Dawn of War 2, um, the Warhammer 40,000 game, and that, that, that game kind of really got its claws into me. And then... Really? Yeah, I really... I mean, I used to really like Warhammer, and, um, yeah, so I started playing that a bit more, and then I, um, picked up Space Marine, the, uh, action game that was made <laughs> by the same developer. It's the sort of yeah. action shooter. And that's, uh, that's alright. Um, it's not... Yeah particularly interesting outside of the universe that it's set in um but it's it seems sort of like a maybe more of a double a shooter like slightly below um you know a big budget shooter yeah was that 2012 or something that one was was released yeah i think it came came out just as thq went under yeah, it was still around the time where, like, double-A shooters, like, that middle ground kind of shooter was still being released. Yeah, um, it seems like it was yeah. sort of the last gasp of that in a lot of ways. I mean, since then, maybe we've had things like Inversion and um, a couple of other things, but they don't seem to make yeah. any any effect at all or any splash. Um, but yeah, yeah, I don't that... think we're gonna like we're not gonna get another prototype game or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, yeah, but it's actually pretty good, and the story's like all right. Um, but mostly, it's just I like that universe, and playing that is pretty mm. pretty fun. I like it when the orcs say "Space Marine." Space Marine. <laughs> Space <laughs> yeah, it's Marine. Really yeah, it's, uh, Every time they see you. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's me. It's a Space Marine, and then on, uh, and then this sort of culminated. This sort of um, uh, delving back into that universe culminated on Thursday when I oh, probably oh had no. one beer too many, and then I went on eBay, and then I I bought um, some bottles. <laughs> And yeah, so I've been painting them. Um, it's what did a, you get? It's some space marines. Some space marines, good, good <laughs> space choice. Space marines, and then some bad guy space marines as well. Um, but no, that's that's been alright. Um, apart from that, actually, that that the other thing I was going to say about space marine is it's kind of interesting that it was developed by Relic, who do um, they do like Company of Heroes and um, Dawn of War like, tend to do yeah. RTS games, and then they sort of transition, not transition, but, like, sort of stepped over into a different track of development and made a pretty good shooter. And it sort of reminded me of um, of what uh, Creative Assembly did with uh, uh, Alien Isolation. Like, they, they, you know, tend to make 
Total War games pretty much exclusively, and then they made Alien Isolation pretty much out of nowhere and made one of the best Alien games uh, that has existed, really. And one of the it might be the best one, actually. Yeah, I mean, it depends if you include those Alien vs Predator games and whether you really like them, which I. Uh, I mean, in terms of, like, atmosphere and spookiness that uh, translates from how the movie was, I think this one nails it. Yeah, it, it definitely gets that um, sort of feeling of, you know, vulnerability and, you know, just trying to survive. And, and and maybe it was a bit long, but it was a really good good game. And so I thought that was kind of interesting. I don't know if, like, other... Like, if a shooter developer could make an RTS as easily as these RTS developers seem to make other genres, I don't know. Gosh, I don't... I can't think of any off the top of my head, really. Yeah. Um, There's probably been cases where that's happened, where they've made, like, an action game after an RTS, and it's probably not been very good. Yeah, well, I think a lot of it is just the fact that the the real-time strategy genre isn't where it used to be. I mean, you have probably a handful of companies that are making games like that. That, um, like you have the Total War series seems to still be going. Um, I don't know if they're making another Company of Heroes. They're definitely not making any more Dawn of War. Mm. There's a couple of things like the Grey Goo came out last year. Yeah, I was going to mention Grey Goo. (laughs) I, I, I don't know how that did. StarCraft 2 just wrapped up. They're not doing any more big StarCraft games for now, apparently. Um, so, yeah, that 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 whole genre seems to have particularly been taken over by MOBAs as a... In, like, they've been replaced by MOBAs as a competitive... Um, yeah, as a competitive vehicle, but... Yeah, apart from that... Uh, I've been slowly sort of just plugging away at, at Dark Souls 1. Um, oh. Now I'm fighting some scary... Just in time for Dark Souls 3. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Dark Souls 1. Fighting some, some scary tree dudes. Uh, oh, no. I don't think I'm very far into it, but I'm enjoying it. I don't really understand. I'm, I was trying to find online a, a good sort of... Uh, guide that will tell me these are the sort of things you need to know but without telling me things that i'll enjoy finding out for myself um so i i generally don't know what half of the things in in my inventory do (laughs) whether i'll ever be able to sell things i don't i don't know i think i think probably your best bet and i haven't played too much of the of the dark souls or demon souls or anything is probably just to try to go through your first playthrough blind and then once you beat it or get as far as you can, like have a look at some of that stuff and, and the neat things you can do with it. Yeah, um, yeah. Because a lot of it is not obvious. Uh, those games are very obscure with some of that. Yeah. Most of it, in fact. A lot of the item descriptions are just not helpful at all. Like, oh, this is a copper <laughs> coin. What does it do? What happens <laughs> if I equip it and press X? Will anything happen? <laughs> I don't know. Like, will I, will I use it and never get to use it again? But, uh, in fact, the item descriptions are, like, what is used for, like, the majority of the lore. That's where you find out most of the story is in the item descriptions, which is really strange. Yeah, and, and sort of disappointingly, a lot of that is in the loading screens. But since it's a it's a game that's a couple of years old and I'm playing it on PC, so I don't actually you have time to, to read most... Of, I'll sort of read a, the first line or so of a, of a four-line sentence... And that'll be 
you know, I don't get to see the lore, so... Um, yeah, so apart from that, I've also been playing the Battleborn open beta, um, which I've talked about Battleborn uh, previously. And, and and it's 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 actually really fun. I was kind of thinking it would kind of crash and burn, but um, it's actually got me thinking maybe I'll pick it up when it comes out. Although, when it does actually come out, I think it's May 3rd, which is the start of the Overwatch open beta. So I'll probably hold off at least until that open beta's over. And then by that point, maybe I'll be too keen on Overwatch to pick up Battleborn at all, because then I'll just have to wait a couple of weeks before that comes out. They both seem like viable games, though. Yeah, yeah, Battleborn's really cool, but it's quite it's quite um, visually full-on and a bit ugly. Oh, that's a bummer, because uh, they were trying so hard to make it look really nice. Yeah, I mean, have it looks... have all the hand-drawn uh, explosions and stuff. Yeah, it does, and when you get to see them just by themselves, it looks great. You'll see these sort of, like, animated dust clouds and stuff that look great. But so often, if you're, you know, in the middle of a scrum, all you're seeing is all these crazy particle, particle effects <laughs> and just, like, dust and stuff everywhere and minions blowing up. And it's, it's just a bit... Yeah, it's just a bit too, <laughs> too busy. Uh, are um, uh, Overwatch and Battleborn very different from each other? I think they're a lot more different than people give them credit for. I haven't played Overwatch yet, but I've watched a lot of it. And um, it seems like Overwatch definitely has more of a... I mean, it definitely doesn't have the broad amount of content that Battleborn has. Battleborn has a sort of... uh, uh, like a player-versus-environment cooperative campaign... It has a whole like variety of different game modes. Um, Overwatch seems to be more focused on a central experience, which they seem to have really balanced out well and everything. Um, and they've just been concentrating on getting everything there right. They don't even have bot matches or anything like that, although I don't really... <laughs> I don't think Battleborn does either now, come to think of it. But yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty cool. Um, but you reckon the... there'll be room for both of them? I would be surprised if many people are playing Battleborn after six months. Sure. I think I think it'll probably fizzle out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like it, seem, it seems like a situation where one will out, definitely outlive the other. I don't think they can coexist that Yeah, well. and I mean, it, a lot of it seems like Blizzard seem like they have a really long-term plan with Overwatch. Yeah. And also they have their whole Battle.net launcher. They have a whole community infrastructure that are keen to play it and that are keen to just play Blizzard games. Yeah. Whereas you can't say the same thing about Gearbox. In fact, a lot of people don't really... Like, a lot of people seem to dislike Ve- Gearbox quite a lot. Um, and I think that has to do with sort of things going back to Aliens, Colonial Marines and how they treated that thing. And also, I mean, it's just a personal preference thing, but that the sense of humour that's in Battleborn really grates on me. I don't I don't like it at all. Is it all. like Borderlands? It's a lot like Borderlands. Okay, sure. They they think they're they're really funny. Um, <laughs> but I mean and, and a lot of people do find them funny, but she's more power to them, but I just don't like it. Yeah, well, the, the people that it hits with it hits really hard. Yeah. It's just so like, oh, these characters, they've got all these voices and 
<laughs> oh, they keep saying things. It is kind Classic of... Classic voiced characters. Like, like, they'll have the, the sort of soldier guy who his taunt is doing push-ups and stuff, and sometimes he'll... he'll He'll swear, and then they'll, like, beep it. And that's kind of funny. I don't, I don't know. And that's that's about it that I've been playing. What about you, Jace? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah? <laughs> you know. I'm, you know, just here and there playing some games. I've been, um... Uh, Kevin Stott uh, was nice enough to uh, let me borrow. He sent me uh, Professor Layton versus Phoenix Wright. Which I haven't played yet, uh, because I've been like, well, I guess I'll scrub up on the lore of both of these games. So I've been running, f- I'm going to try and go through all the Professor Layton games and all the Phoenix Wright games. I'm right at the beginning now. I beat, Jeez. um, I, I beat, yeah, I'm, I'm a crazy a man, lot. Kevin. You've said, you've said a lot, you've said a, a, a task out of you. Is there, is I'm, there I'm a, a man, I'm a man on a mission. Is there a dense lore to catch up on there? Uh, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> there, there kind of is. Uh, there's continuity between the the Professor Layton games and as well as Phoenix Wright, which is very narrative heavy. Um, but I just wanted to play them and also see what those games were about. You know, I think there's a lot of stuff that happens in both of them that doesn't necessarily isn't necessarily gonna cross over to the versus game. But playing them, mm. you'll get a better appreciation of what kind of characters they are and what stuff they do. You'll probably yeah. like them more. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I beat, uh, since we last spoke, I played and beat uh, Professor Layton and the Curious Village, uh, which is the first one. That game's pretty good. Uh, have you played that, Kevin? I played most of it. I think I... I think I might not have finished it, but I was right near the end. Mm. Yeah, it, it's a good time. I'm actually... I didn't want to play those games for a long time because I'm really bad at puzzles. I think I've gotten a lot better at puzzles recently because I'm I'm old and wise, uh, <laughs> and uh, so I'm I'm pretty good at the puzzles most of the time. And if I'm not, I can just take a break and then come back and renew yeah. a new man and solve it. Um, so I'm on the second Professor Layden now, which is called Pandora's Box, and I just beat the first Phoenix Wright as well. That game's cool. So yeah. just chipping away at those. It's 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 a good time. Uh, the Professor Layton movie uh, was really good. Yeah, I've got to watch that. I have to wait uh, because it's between like two of the games, so I got to beat uh, those first. It's it kind of because yeah, it, it sets it, it up. Good. It's, it's set, it has it has like puzzles in it, like the game, and it sets them up with like the same like screen transitions and stuff as in the games. <laughs> That's good. weird. But they're also in. They're also like in world. Hmm. Like, they're all trapped on a boat, and there's, a, like, a puzzle master, and they have, like, a big theatre screen, and they, like, basically just play Professor Layton on it. <laughs> it seems like something that would be, like, a good, a good, uh, like, anime kids show. Like, every every episode, there's, like, two puzzles that the kids solve with the, with the show or something. Um, but, it, but in fact, a Phoenix Wright anime started airing, and apparently it's fucking terrible. <laughs> Which is Aww. which is a real shame Aww. because the games seem like they could translate really well into like an intense like anime yeah. sort of deal uh, with the the sort of courtroom drama that is almost like a Dragon Z Dragon Ball Z battle or something. Um, but yeah, <laughs> so I guess 
I guess that's not a good way to experience those games. Um, but other than that, I've been playing Dark Cloud. Uh, it's a video game. Uh, Kevin knows of this game. It's a it's an RPG. It I came do. out on the PlayStation Two. Uh, and uh, you're, you're a fella. You're a little fella with a cool hat, and you gotta make a town and like go through dungeons and stuff. I played it. It was the first PS2 game I ever um, saw when I was a child, and I was like, "Oh my god, you could do everything in this game!" <laughs> it was like one of those like World of Warcraft or whatever moments where I was just like, "Oh my god, look at all these uh, possibilities! You can go through dungeons, you can build this town however you like. It's like an RPG, but the town is yours." Um, playing it now, it doesn't have that <laughs> that much flexibility, <laughs> but it's still it's still really fun to go through. It's quite hard. Um, there's a, a lot of management you have to do, and it's kind of punishing, because, uh, you have a sword, you have all these swords and shit, and you upgrade them, and, uh, you upgrade them to be real powerful, but, um, they have, like, a damage thing, and they break, and if, if you don't watch the, like, damage that's been done to the sword, and it breaks, that's it, that's it for the sword, you <laughs> wow. don't, like, you can't repair it, and after you upgrade that sword, like, fucking 20, 10... 10, 20 times, it's just like, well, nope, that sword's gone now because you fucked up. Yeah, it's pretty rough. So you you either save a lot or just, like, watch that bar at all times because it'll (laughs) fuck you. You'll just be fucked. (laughs) But um, I had a a nice little moment I want to talk about. (laughs) There's a a character you get in that game. Uh, You have this, you find this cat in the dungeons and you're like, oh, little kitty, and you can name it. So I named it after my cat, uh, Mimi. She is sitting right next to me right now. She's a darling. And um, I was like, oh, look, a cat's in my house. And then uh, eventually the cat turns into a human. And I'm like, oh, God, Mimi, <laughs> you're, you're, a, you're a girl. Look at you. And uh, so now it's like I, I now have like a deeper appreciation for this character because I named it after my cat. It's like an earthbound thing where it includes you in the game, but I put my cat in the game. It's a really <laughs> nice experience to get to play as a cat. So that's fun. That's my story. <laughs> that's the story of his life. Yeah, that's why... You write your memoirs I, and I, it's I got just really, that. I got really thrilled about uh, being able to see my cat as a human. Um, so uh, those are all I've been playing. Those are the games. Yeah, in Dark Chronicle 2, was, there was a whole bunch of stuff you could do. It had, like, fishing, and you could fish in the dungeons, catch stuff. You could use yeah. the dungeons as, like, a golf course to play a weird golf game. Yeah. Yeah, that game, that game uh, was, like, a lot larger in scope and uh, had a lot more of the promise that Dark Cloud initially had, you know. So I'll probably play that next. It was pretty, it was pretty cool, because you could take all of, like, all of the people in the town, you had, like, space in your party to, like, take someone with you, and if it was, like, the baker, then you could just, like, buy bread while you're inside the dungeon. It's good. Oh, okay, yeah. I don't, I don't like the, the character model in Dark Cloud 2 as much as the first one. So, so I have a grudge against him. He looks like he looks like uh, that kid from Game of Thrones, the, the one with the white hair. Joffrey. Oh, okay, Joffrey is that their name? I don't know. I don't know the Game of Thrones. <laughs> so I don't know me. the Game of the Thrones. The one in the one in Dark Cloud. The one in Dark Cloud has a sweet hat, so I like him. Okay. That's all I've been playing. Maybe we should move on to the game of the week, uh, which Kevin set for us, which everyone here played. Yeah. Right, Max? Everyone. Uh, what's the name of the game, Max? Is, yeah, Max. What's it called? It's, it's you go in. It's 
it's something about adventuring. You go into a dungeon. Uh-huh. It's a side-scrolling thing. Mm-hmm. It's called like something adventuring group or something. <laughs> <laughs> Completely right. It's called Catacomb Kids. Catacomb Kids. I knew it had kids in there. If you if you knew it had kids in there, you would have said kids. Oh well, I was thinking it, but I didn't want to. I didn't want to go all in. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's really hard. I never. I got past the first like room in. The I don't know. It's not a room. It's like a, I got through the first level of a dungeon like a couple of times and never passed the second. Yeah, yeah it's tough. I don't know. Uh, it. I think it's cool because it's it's sort of like something like a spelunky, but it has the elements of an actual rogue sort of game. Yeah, it has um, it has like the depth in it. You have different stats yeah. and stuff. But in like a, a spelunky kind of, you know, construct yeah. uh, platformer thingy. But yeah, it's fucking. Yeah, it's brutal. <laughs> it's really hard. Like the the, first... Most of the time, most of the time when I get through the first area, it's because like it, it feels like I, I cheated it or something. <laughs> because like the one time I was like uh, just got through and I was like, oh god, uh, I'm gonna die. And I just start the dungeon. I move forward. There's a trap that teleports me. And it teleported me to the exit. And I was like, well, alright then. <laughs> that's, that's, that's that level sorted. And I uh, proceeded to die in the next one immediately. Yeah. Why are they, why are they kids? I'm not sure. It's a bit of a It's like a Goonie situation. I don't, I don't like kids in they my video games. Get, like, they get lost in there or they get thrown in there as like a punishment. You uh, got. You can lose limbs. Yep. I lost my leg once. How was I that? I survived. Good. Yeah, I just hopped around. <laughs> <laughs> it was really fun. That's but pretty yeah, cool. like it's got those things like you see in something like um, uh, what's that net hack? Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, like uh, like stuff can happen that is just totally bizarre or funky. Um, like in net hack when you can like kick a down a door that's locked and break your leg and then you've just got a broken <laughs> leg and you're like shit. But, uh, um, like, there's times where, like, I guess monsters have a schedule, so sometimes they can just gather around a table and eat dinner, (laughs) which is really strange, and you can, like, fuck with them or or do some stuff there. There's a physics system in the game, so I guess you could do some stuff of that as well. But I haven't been able to manage, uh, too many Yeah, I haven't been able to survive long enough. Yeah. I think it's pretty... they They have, like, a system where... Based on the last, like, five things you've eaten, you get a bonus. And so you can, like, if you only eat green slimes, and then every time you eat a new green slime, you're going to, like, get a health back because you get a bonus for having it all filled up. But then, like, maybe Mm. you have to, maybe you'll be stuck and you'll have a choice to make between whether you want to, like, break that streak and start eating something else because you need to eat something or not. I got a star a couple of times that is like you have a star and then you can hold it up and it like sucks things into it. Like it can suck up huh. like torch flames and stuff until you fill it up and then you can like use it and it just kind of disappears. Mm. <laughs> I don't That's know what strange. that thing was doing. I think it could suck up water as well. So I don't know, maybe. I don't know. It was something weird. I think like in. 
and I'm going to keep comparing this to Spelunky because that's the closest thing. Yeah. I think Spelunky does a, a better job. Uh, I guess it's much more simple being a rogue, uh, like a rogue light or whatever the fuck. But um, you know what all the items do. You know how everything works in that game. But uh, they can all... So, you know, you can kind of get a handle on that stuff despite how hard the game is and, and figure out its systems that way. It seems like there's a lot more going on in this game, a lot more that can go wrong for this for your character, <laughs> for sure. Um, it's just it just feels really frustrating, and sometimes it feels like it's not my fault, or a lot of the time it feels like it's not my fault when I die. Like there'll just be a spike trap. I didn't see it. It's just there now, so I'm dead. Yeah. <laughs> so, well. Yeah, you go really, you're really fragile. Yeah. Yeah, it's really tough. I can imagine, like I can imagine there being people that would be into that though like a spunk oh yeah had. i mean like the the like dark souls crowd the dark souls crowd would probably get like a kick of it out of it oh, or like the someone, so did someone say shit. uh dark souls crowd <laughs> i think i'm a pretty hardcore dark souls guy now oh yeah you're you're a hardcore gamer max you play know. games to the max i don't know if the i don't know if people like dark souls would like it maybe i don't well, know a lot of time, i mean I by, think by, in, by I, saying dark souls i mean like hard games <laughs> it feels like Dark Souls is probably m- more fair and more measured whereas a lot of times with Catacomb Kids stuff can just spiral out of control really quickly there's this there, it, like most of the time it's fair and you've just got to m- maneuver around the controls and stuff like that to get a handle on it but um, I've had times where I've been playing it at a friend's house and I'll just be moving forward and uh, it'll be like a like a ledge. I'll be on a ledge, and I'll keep moving forward to a clearing. And uh, beside the wall of the clearing, there'll be a skeleton who just kicks me off the ledge. <laughs> I don't see him. He's just there. He's just like, hey, what's up? Kick, and I just fall and die. So there's definitely, like, trial and error in, in those games as well, for sure, as there is as, uh, in Catacomb Kids, I think. But they're very different. Yeah. So, um, Catacomb Kids, I, I'd give it a, uh, one leg out of <laughs> four legs. Yeah, it was, it was okay. okay. It's okay. It's, it's an early access game, so there's definitely potential there for them to do stuff with it. Or maybe I just need to play it more. Maybe it's the best game ever made. I think you've definitely got to be into what it is already. Because I yeah. think most of the what it's going to be is it's just going to keep on adding extra stuff. Mm. So that's that. Catacomb Kids. We've had two, yeah, we've had two kind of uh, sort of lukewarm responses to games in a, in uh, the last two episodes. We need to get someone hot and fresh. So Max, what do you have for us? Well, have you guys heard of this game? It's called Golf. <laughs> We're playing golf. That's not true. Uh, I was thinking oh. probably go Devil Daggers. Speaking of of hard games. All right. I'll throw a devil dagger. It looks like a scary looking sort of shooter thing. Um, yeah, it looks mm-hmm. cool. Alright, let's play so that. Let's think. get a hot and spooky with some devil daggers. Not made by Vlambia. Nope. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, it's called a flint hook. That's a joke from last week. We kept saying that. Um, uh, Thank you. So, <laughs> Thank you, Jace. The lo- th- thanks, everyone. Listen, I'm, I'm happy to be here for all of you. <laughs> I'm happy uh, to be of service. Yep. So uh, let's finish this one out, boys. What do you say? With a little bit of 
pitch that game. Alright, everybody. Yeah, alright. Uh, today's titles are... Kevin is the judge. I am the judge. Uh, today's titles are Madcore, one word. Saint Breed, two words. (laughs) And Giants and Happiness. Okay. Mm, They're all really good. I could go any of those. Um, yeah. And let's... So, Kevin, are you doing one as well? I don't... I don't. There's three of them. No, I'm not doing one. I'm judging. I just okay, have so three we just got a more flexibility. Yep. Okay. Uh, guess what? Spider-Man villain I'm thinking of. Wait, I have to think Doc of Hawk. it. I have to think of it first. Oh, now he's thinking of Doc Ock. <laughs> um, Power suggestion. Um... Alright, I got it. Alright, it's well, not, not going to be Doc Ock. Neither, so neither, yeah, you can, neither of you can just don't do Doc Ock, because it's not Doc Ock. The Shocker. Which is also the name of a sex move. <laughs> 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 it involves some jumper cables. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's and a dangerous. Battery. Max. Uh, what do you got, Max? Um, I think Spider-Man's biggest villain... Is Peter Parker? No, I'm, just, oh. I'm, going, I'm going the long shot, the Hail Mary. No, I, I, was, I don't know the, the Vulture, the boldest of all the all the villains. Vulture and Shocker. Well, what were you thinking of, firstly? Carnage. He's like a little, oh. a little red mean venom. Oh yeah. Yeah, Carnage is cool. Um. All right, so you got to choose who is closest to Carnage. Jace, you can have it. Max said he could do any of them, so... This game really doesn't, like, work very well, like, quantifiably. It's like... Mm. I, I, think, I, think, I, think it's, I think it's great. So, <laughs> it's perfect. Um, so I picked the Shocker, uh, and Max picked his dumb Vulture head man, and I won. Alright. I choose... I reckon Vulture's uh, better. Don't worry. Saint Breed. Okay. Um, I hate going first. What are these... What happens uh, in it? Um, so, uh, it's, it's like a, fucking, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Okay. okay, you play, you play, you play as a priest, right? Yeah, good. You're a priest, you're, you're a priest, and you're like, ah, oh, people confess to him, he's a good priest, he's been there for, he's been at this tiny, uh, country town in the deep south for, uh, for years and years, everyone loves him, he's this old fella, but, um, when, uh. Uh, when the demon spawn come, he gets serious. Uh-huh. The it's it's the it's the the hate breed, the breed underneath the church of the deep south, and it's like it opens up some uh, old grave opens up, and uh, ant- monsters start coming out of it. It's like a Diablo situation. Mm-hmm. It's like oh, it's t- they're terrorizing the town, and someone's got to stop him, and and the man who's got to stop him, who's is Saint Breed. And he's called, uh, he's like, why, why is he called Saint Breed? The bad guys are called the Breed. And it's like, oh, he, he, his father was Satan and his mother <laughs> was, was, was a priest. And he, so he's half Breed, half man, all badass. got a fucking, like, a sh- sawed-off shotgun, 
Saint Breed going down to that tomb, he's just gonna fuck everyone up. Just killing people. It's like, it's not really a first person shooter, that'd be too much like Doom. It's kinda like a, like a Devil May Cry Bayonetta situation where he's just doing flips and shit. He's like <laughs> fucking Yoda in Attack of the Clones. And he's, he's like a tiny little priest man, he's just killing everyone. He doesn't care. Um, he's got demon powers that he can do, so he's got like stretchy arm, stretchy demon arms that come okay. out of his hat. <laughs> it's like Minna from Twilight Princess. So he takes off his hat and some serious shit is happening under there. Shadow demon arms, um, right. The the music is by Aphex Twin, and okay. uh, it's uh, it's like some like techno jungle house music. It's playing like nineties ass music that's playing in the background, like while he's killing everyone. Matrix all, he fucking gets down there, and the bad, uh, the bad demon that has started this whole, the whole breed spawn coming out, is his father. He's he's got to have a fight against his his uh, father, and then he's got to kill him. The family, um, okay, sure. So wait, is yeah, the guy yeah, is yeah. this guy who's doing all the killing? He's the same priest from the start, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, no one ever saw him because he was only there in confessions, like, uh, or, or he like he uh, never went out in sunlight because sunlight shows his like demon shit okay. all over his face. He's all demon looking a little right. bit, like a little bit man, a little bit demon. All cool. Uh, Saint Breed. Oh, cool! Don't forget he's cool. Saint Breed out now. It's got yeah. really dope painted cartridge art. Cool yeah. demon man. It's, it's yeah. cool. Cool demon Saint Breed man. Are you ready to raise hell? <laughs> now, oh, right. and the last uh, yeah, he gets uh, he's got his short off shotgun. He's about to kill his dad. Shoot his fucking face off. And um. He's, a, he's just like, his dad's like, no, don't do it. You're, I'm, your, I'm your father. And he's just like, see you in hell. <laughs> You'd say, your it's confession really cool. is noted. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so that's St. Breed, uh, the coolest game ever made. Okay, good. Um, what, what were the other game names? Madcore and Giants and Happiness. Right. <laughs> uh, so Giants and Happiness yep. is a... Giant breeding simulator. Okay. So, like, if you had, like, a dog breeding simulator. Uh Uh-huh. Or, like, do they exist? I don't know. I'd assume they would. But with giants. And you got to make the happiest giants by combining (laughs) different giants. All these giants have... You know, being a giant is hard. So, we've got all these different giants with neuroses. Like, this one's... This one's like a bit sad all the time. This one's, this one's. That, you have to kill that one off, obviously. <laughs> but well, you, it's yeah, always you have dead. to you have to purge that bloodline. <laughs> it's a bit, it's about compromise. Like he's sad all the time, but he's really artsy. So combine him with this other giant, and then you'll get you'll breed a new giant that's like, ah, oh, maybe it's just artsy, and maybe it's not sad all the time because the other giant was delir- deliriously happy all the time. <laughs> Um, you know, and, and, and then you, you'll be breeding these giants and then at the end of every, um, sort of in-game year, you'll have a, a, a giants breed really quickly, I forgot <laughs> to mention that. Um, you'll have, like, a, a giant show, um, where everyone comes in and brings their giants in, whoever, whichever giant has the most, um, just sort of 
gormless grin on its face. Yes, that's how they quantify it. Um, yeah, like how much, how little gorm is in their bloodstream. Um, then, then that giant will win. Um, all the giants are bald. Um, <laughs> good. They're just, a good detail. They're just these bald, like they all, they all look male as well. There are all these bald men in like sort of white, white cloths around around their waist and um <laughs> they get judged um and that's that's <sighs> the game um there's multiplayer yeah how does it work um well it's you gotta you gotta um sort of do the same thing but you maybe you can interact a little bit more with your um with the other people that you're playing online with who are also breeding oh, so like, um, it's like it's like it's like you're playing like sim city but as a deathmatch yeah and you can sort of like do things to make other like giant um breeding houses like a bit unhappy <laughs> like oh i'm gonna um you know take away all their all their um Entertainment. I don't know what that is. <laughs> giant entertainment. And now they have un- to know. You have to tell me what do giants do? What do giants entertain themselves with? Um, well, you masturbating know, furiously. Masturbating furiously. Um, giants. You can't take that away. You can't take that away from them. Well, giants. Yes, love, you can. Giants Ow. love ball pits. Yeah. Um, giants... Cut their hands off. At <laughs> <laughs> the end of your giant's hands off. Right. Um, yeah. Or, or put like really tight gloves on them that are really uncomfortable. That it's sounds just... like a fetish, Max. <laughs> yeah. Just look really sad. Um, yeah. So that's that's the sort of that giants have ball pits. They go inside to their kennels for the night. Come out in the morning. The ball pit's just a pit. The ball pit is just a pit. <gasps> They're just gone. All the balls are gone. All the balls are gone. Now the giants are slightly less happy. Like, they're still beaming. Like, they're still having the best, like, slightly less than the best day of their lives. But, um... Yeah, I mean, because, you know, they're giants. But, I mean, they're giants. <laughs> what do you mean they're giants? Why are you just saying that they're giants? I don't know. What are you trying to tell me? underscores my point. It underscores my point if I repeat what I say. <laughs> what I say. <laughs> Giants and Happiness. Giants and Happiness. I think there's already a game called Giants and Happiness, and it's the game I was talking about, like, a few podcasts ago called yeah. Ocean the Giant. I was thinking about that when he giant? started talking about it. <laughs> well, I, I don't think Max knows what that is, so I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. I was honestly just thinking about those Attack on Titan Giants. They always look so happy. Yeah, that's I kind of got that as well. Like that, but if they never wanted to kill anyone, they were just horrible monsters. But they were always happy. Yeah, like oh, they they might want to kill someone a bit, but instead they just go masturbate in a ball pit for a bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they they don't have a desire for killing. They just have a desire for entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, this is a hard choice. This is a hard choice. Make, I think. I really would have liked a saint breed game where you bred saints. I feel like well, yeah, but I'd, I I, could, I wanted to go the cooler route. I feel like I feel like Max's giants and happiness came out of that as an idea, but got yeah, transplanted. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I think uh, I think that uh, 
I think that's a bit of a cheat. I think that's cheating a bit. <laughs> I think that should be a disqualified. I, I think effect. that's pretty much standard practice for me at this yeah. point. What I was going to do was for Saint Breed is that, like, it, like the Saint, oh, he's a happy old, he's just an old Saint, and then, like, he's fucking people, and I thought that would be, like, some weird Catholic church shit, so I didn't want to talk about it. <laughs> so instead, I made a cool action game. Um. Man, I don't have to pick. <laughs> Just think about um, like which game probably has the has the most happy giants. <laughs> yeah, trying to think, trying to think about what game would have the most giants yeah, in, and maybe pick yeah, that one. Most giants. Is that your idea? Well, Saint Breed could have giant demons in it, Did and it? they're probably pretty happy to kill Saint Breed. <laughs> Like, that's not... They probably masturbate, too. It's not guaranteed, though, is it? <laughs> uh, it's my game, so pitch. I say there are giant happy giants in it. Suddenly the same... We could same... have some cross-platform stuff where, uh, you know, it's a tie-in. It's like, oh, there's a, there's a giant from Giants and Happiness in the game. It's an Easter egg. Is this our first dra- it seems, draw? It seems, it seems like you're, you're, you're admitting failure and trying to, trying to get a crossover to give you a Lego. <laughs> no, that's not, that's not what I'm this, saying this at all. This is Mario and saying. Sonic at the Olympic Games <laughs> all over again. Alright, I'm going to give it to St. Breed because I'd rather play it. I think Giants and Happiness would be a scary game that would give me nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about your fear of Giants. Oh yeah, I do. I forgot. It's less less pronounced. Less pronounced. <laughs> I used to when we were playing uh, what Super Mario Galaxy Two. There's these like giant lava monsters um, that are like the size of buildings, and I uh, got scared of them, and I was too scared to play it because they were too big. Yep. And that scared I had me. To play it. The fact that you're omitting here, Kevin, is that the giants were cartoonish and silly. Yeah, they. Yeah, I'm not saying they that look they, silly. They're, they're from Mario. They're like just like goofy lava dragons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and just every time they came towards Kevin, he would just give an ear piercing shriek <laughs> as they as they uh, were about they're, to swallow him whole. The size of a building, and they're just a mouth. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's scary, dude. I'm not. You'd probably hate Attack on Titan. I you would dislike it. Would. I don't know. I think it's less. Yeah. I think it's less. I'm less scared of them now. There was just a big. There, there was a big giant in the, at the start of that Final Fantasy demo too, but I wasn't too scared of him. There was a giant dragon later that I was scared of though. So. Oh no. It's like that. Uh, it's like the director of the first Fantastic Four movie, where oh the second one where he didn't like giants, so. He didn't have a Galactus in the movie. I thought that was to save on special effects. That they just had Galactus as a glow player. That's probably what it was. That's yeah. probably what it was. In in an interview he said, No, I just hate giants to cover for it, I guess. <laughs> He's like, nah, don't like it. I hope that's I hope that's the real thing. I hope that he was just too scared of giants to put it in. <laughs> because then he would have to be thinking about giants. He'd have to be on the set with a giant. <laughs> They'd have to cast a giant. He'd be at the craft services table, like loading up on some shrimp or something. And then he looks over, and the giants like sort of lumbering over, like eyeing the pancakes. Just, and he just like he just freaks out and runs, hiding under a table. He I can't do it. this. I can't direct this. I can't. Here. I can't direct Rise of the Silver Surfer. I'm too scared. You know what I'm not scared of though? Clouds. 
I guess, which is what <laughs> Galactus was. You know what I'm um, most scared of? Recording another episode of Skyfire Radio with you boys. Yeah, Saint Breed coming soon. Um, um, so, uh, where can listening. you contact us, Kevin? If you want to send us a question, if you want to tell us how much of a good job we're doing, if you want to send us a crazy game name for our pitchy gamey namey game, then you can send it to questions at skypiratestudios.com. Mm. You can also contact us on Twitter at Sky Pirate Radio, uh, and we have a Facebook page at Sky Pirate Studios. If you just look that up on Facebook, you'll find it. So yeah, that's all our stuff. Uh, we're working on video games. They're going to be coming out. It's going to be very exciting. You should be please excited. Tell, please tell your friends about our podcasts and our video games. Mm. It will be your best friend if you do that. It will be your best friend, so, uh, I swear. Uh, I was I was Jace, uh, that's Kevin there, and uh, we have a, a parting thought mm, from our, final, our everyday scholar. A final Max. thought from Max. Yeah, I just want to say to everyone out there, if you're having a bad day, just pretend to be giant. <laughs> pretend to be giant. <laughs> and if you can't pretend to be giant, just do the things giants do. Yeah. <laughs> Masturbate in ball pits. Yeah, please don't eat people. <laughs> Have a good week, everybody. <laughs> bye bye. Alright. That was the podcast. <laughs> if I ever heard one. That's uh, going to mm. turn into... We're going to make that and we're going to make it a uh, sound file for people to download and then... Yeah, you could download it. Oh, people aren't listening um, like, right now. In, no. In, are you guys still recording? Live. Yeah. Okay. Uh. <laughs> okay. I'm really new to this. Um, no, uh, do you guys want to hear my movie pitch I had to do in my movie class? Yes, please. Uh, I had to do it like on the spot. They were just like, all right. You, make a movie pitch. And it, uh, it has to be based on an old story. Mm-hmm. I was like, I, I learned a lot of lessons from Max Landis, I guess. Yeah. But, um, uh, so, 1960, in front of the White House, a man's coming out of the White House, he's just sweating profusely, he's crying, he's like, oh God, and there's like press all around him, they're going, uh, oh, what have you done, what are you... What you, uh, what have you, you, the scandal, embezzlement, stuff like that. He's just like, I don't know, I don't know what I did. I'm so sorry, I did. I just wanted to do the right thing. Cut to black. Title card comes up. Pinocchio. (laughs) (laughs) And then... So Pinocchio, uh, his his parents came from Italy in the, 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 this is in like the 40s, Mm -hmm. um... And uh, he uh, he went. They lived in America, the land of the free. And uh, he uh, his parents neglected him, but he learnt everything he knows from watching TV. He just watches TV all day as a child. That's where he learnt right from wrong in in a black and white sort of sense. Justice is right. All that stuff is right. But uh, and so he he starts learning about politics, everything from TV. And so he starts going as a young man. Starts going to political rallies and stuff like that. He's played by Jake Gyllenhaal, I guess. <laughs> and uh, he uh, is going to political rallies. They say, hey, you got spunk kids. You know a lot about this kind of stuff. And so he's, he's moving up in the ranks. He's moving up from a low town boy in like, just like uh, southern Texas or something. I don't fucking know. And um, 
he, uh, he, he keeps rising up the ranks. But the only thing is, and this is why he, he is so loved and regarded in some senses, but it's very tricky for him, is that he has a really hard time lying. He can't, like, lie to the faces of people. He just gets sweaty, sweats profusely, he starts having panic attacks. He's, like, like, he starts stuttering and shit, so you can tell, like, very easily when he's lying. So he's got to, like, not lie, but, like, maneuver around the truth, or, like, tell the truth in a sort of, you know, right-angle sort of way, where he's, you know, he wants that to happen, he believes it's going to happen. Um, so he's moving up the ranks, but then he gets, like, all caught up into... To, like, government bad shit as he's, like, you know, trying to just be, like, black and white, what justice is, what right and wrong is, like, gets into embezzlement, fucking drugs, <laughs> uh, you know, that's, you know, the fucking mafia's after him and shit, and, uh, he, he, throughout the movie, he keeps having recurring dreams, where he's just, like, he's just alone in a fucking rowboat at night, then a giant whale comes up and fucking <laughs> swallows him, it's like, oh, Jesus! He keeps having those dreams every night, and by the end, he realizes, oh no, I've been swallowed by the whale. The whale of the media, consumerism, politics, all like <laughs> fucking the West, politics, everything has eaten me up. And essentially, he's just become, because he could tell the truth, because he's so good at telling the truth and not lying, he's become a mouthpiece for the politicians. He's become a political puppet. <laughs> and, uh,. So in the end, it's a very sad, it's a very sad ending to the movie. He gets found out for all his embezzlement shit in the seventies. Later on, he's uh, he's uh, uh, kills himself. <laughs> <laughs> it's so scarily like clear in my mind what this looks like, like him doing the the swallowed by the whale speech with all these flashing cameras sweeping like camera angle across the podium. It'd be it'd have the cinematography of a of a Christopher Nolan movie. <laughs> Is it written by um, Aaron Sorkin or David Fincher? <laughs> yeah, both collaboratively. <laughs> yeah, that's that's my movie pitch. That's good. That's good work. That's so Thank good. You. Just the teaser of, of of him coming out of the White House and all that. Mr. President, Mr. President, like flashing it. It's just, I don't know. Fake to black. Like Hans Zimmer style, like. Yeah. And it's just like the text going past the screen. Pinocchio. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's good, good work. Thank you. I just, I just wanted to get that out of my chest. <laughs> out of my chest. Yeah, it was inside, now it's outside. Like an alien. Mm-hmm. Alright, good cast, boys. Good cast, everyone. Good job. Have a clap for the cast. I hope Yay, that doesn't get to my editing. clap now. 